pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Last time on Curse of Strahd, as our party ascend the tower of Argon Vostholt, their journey here may be at an end. Having searched everywhere else in the ruined mansion, the only magical weapon they have found so far is in the undead hands of a powerful revenant, with a hatred of Strahd so intense he wishes to see the vampire suffer for an eternity rather than be destroyed. In Argonvost's chambers, the party have seen visions and received messages from the dragon spirit, urging them to return their skull to the mausoleum. With tension still high, but a temporary peace between the party members, the dark of night enshrouds the top of Argonvostholt's tower above its chapel, and that is where we find our players today. Having just fended off a couple of spectral warriors, uh, you now stand in a quite tall narrow uh tower it's only about 15 feet diameter kind of all the way around um it's very very narrow there is a wooden staircase with a wooden sort of platforms and banisters leading up uh with jesper in the lead and that is where we we pick things up today um i believe that everybody is in position uh so take it away what would you guys like to do so the the combat has ended in this spiral at least yes, and I've just run back upstairs uh, maybe I'll start making my way back upstairs uh, yeah I think so Jesper's time... currently at the top of like the second the next level up and you can see that there are these wooden um, platforms and banisters that rise up through the tower um, and you can yeah. see that the next floor up is where the tower reaches its its apex um is that all of them? Come on, up here. I'll wait for you. Because I don't want to be alone. Okay. <laughs> nice. Sure. Yeah. I'll just wait for the rest of the group to catch mm-hmm. up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think Xeros and Rose will be the closest ones behind Jesper. I'm just going to move everybody over to this uh, section of the map. Um, so yeah, you see the same thing. It's just another kind of like staircase. This one does have two small narrow wooden doors uh, that seem to lead into the towers where the spectral archers were firing at you from. Uh, but with them no longer a threat, uh, the tower simply continues up. Cool. This has to be it, surely. Searched everywhere. We keep going. Carry on. Yeah. Sure. Um, Jesper, are you leading the group? Hell no. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> okay, fine. I just need, fine, a, I I just need an order for who's going up the tower. Xeros leading okay. the way. I'll go behind Xeros. He's going first. 
Okay. Well, Xeros, uh, when you step... I'm just going to shuffle you a little bit. When you step about here, as you kind of begin crossing the main section of the wooden platform uh, that you're going over, you hear wood creak and snap. And I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Ah, crap. So I'm going to fall. Minus one on my dexterity. I'm going to try and reach out for it. Fifteen is just enough. So, Rose, as you start reaching towards Xeros, Xeros, the wood collapses beneath you. The whole section breaks away, um, but you manage to kind of spin round, and as Zeki goes to grab you as well, you grab a hand on the edge of the banister and pull yourself free uh, next to your sister uh, as you emerge, leaving a probably about a 20-foot drop down to the floor you were just on uh, from the staircase up. And it looks like this wasn't a malicious trap, more that the wood itself has become rotten and worn over time, um, being eaten at by weevils and bugs and all sorts of nasty creatures. Um, and now it leaves a big 10-foot wide uh, hole gap. Hole. Yeah. Oh, is the Ooh. word you're looking for there? Um, right. I guess it's jumpable, right? That's not a mega jump. Uh, for some of you, it will definitely be quite easily jumpable. The difficulty here is uh, there's not a lot of room to get a running jump. So, um... You can run along the outer wall in, like, a spiral, like Naruto. Naruto does that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know anything about Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. I'll offer, to, Naruto. I'll offer to help anyone by, like, you know, a little boost, like, I don't know, a little throw, or kind of like, like maybe a whip, like, you know, like momentum style. Sure. Yeah, you could do that. I think, like, with Dog's Body doing that, anybody with a strength score of, let's say, I'd say, like, strength score of, like, 12 would be able to clear the jump without any difficulties. Minus 13. 13. So, Rose, you could easily, like, with Dog's Body kind of giving you a swing, um, you can kind of use whatever distance there is to get a little run up. um, And then, yeah, with Dog's Body's help, he kind of throws you some of the the distance and you manage to land on the other side easily enough. I cannot jump the distance. You'll have to toss me. (laughs) You'll have to toss me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Rose, yeah, you make it, and you can kind of begin making your way up the next level of stairs up to the very top of the tower as you see fit. Can I uh, get to the opposite side in an attempt to grab people if they do manage to fall? Even yeah, you've after got like a strength of eighteen. Them? You've got like strength eighteen, right? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, nine. Yeah, nineteen. You don't really need much help from Dog's body, but yeah, with a with a good leap. You clear the space and you can sort of I just uh, one stride put it. yourself Strut. in a position. Not quite, but yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you, you're in a position where if anybody does fall, they'll at least have advantage on the saving throw where you'll be able to kind of catch them. Uh, nice. Anybody else going across? Well, it's useful. Well, I've got an acrobatics of plus seven, even though my strength is 11. So, right. Acrobatics is really good at. Ba- well, acrobatics is really good for things like balancing and. Uh, you know, pivoting on a narrow beam. Acrobatics is not yeah. about jumping. Jumping is strength. Jumping is athletics. Doing cool somersaults as you fall to your death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you could definitely acrobatics would help you land more safely. Um, but it's not going to help if you he get does across a sweep? this ten foot gap. 
What if he swings off my arm? There's a little sweet, sweet swing. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I do mean, a that's, roll for it then. That's why the strength is there. It'd be athletics. It's athletics check to if you want to try and clear the jump. If you don't have a strength of twelve, yeah. So uh, as you you try and jump, um, just the distance is a bit too great. And even with dog's body swing, you're gonna need to make a dex saving throw. You do have advantage thanks to Xeros. A first roll is twenty six. Second roll. Is a hat one, so I'm glad. Xeros <laughs> <laughs> so, grabs you as you jump. Like, Xeros grabs you by the hand and is holding you as you are 20 feet above. What if he does <clears throat> Can we just have, like, a brief moment where it's like, long live the king. I, I, I think that there is definitely, if this were a movie, oh, we yeah. would have, like, a, a pause as Xeros looks down at Jesper and Jesper is looking up at Xeros, who has him kind of dangling I mean, 20 feet. Before I pull him up... You're welcome. Yes, <laughs> uh, nice. awkwardly silent, brushes himself off, nods at Xeros, and then continues forward. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this way. Uh, Irina looks over I mean, and is like, okay, Ismark, Ismark, Ismark and I will, will wait. We shall wait oh, yeah. here. Uh, rather than risking any of us to jump across. Um, just in case any creatures try to come up behind you, uh, I think it's best if perhaps we wait here. I, I didn't drop him. Okay. He he fell on his own. Scrawny, scrawny bugger. That wasn't me. <laughs> if if you're doubting my ability <laughs> to help you, <laughs> not at all. No, I I just think it perhaps makes more sense for Ismark and I to guard behind whilst you go up to the top. Sure. Okay. Uh, Ziki, uh, dog's body. Dragon lady. I have a strength score of ten. And acrobatics you will need a zero. Check. Well, you will need an athletics check to make your way across. Cyrus <sighs> is there. He's like got an uh, arm outstretched for you. You got this. In the arms. <laughs> of you got this. <laughs> Saving through with advantage, please. Ziki. Rhiannon is the most cursed. <laughs> D&D player I, I think I've ever known. Hey. Hey, there we there go. go. So again, very similar. Zeke, you go to jump, but you just you you don't have the strength to clear yeah. the distance, but Xeros reaches out one big muscular dragon arm, rips uh, wraps around your uh, wrist and pulls you up onto the ledge beside him. Thank you, Xeros. Tell that to Jesper. <laughs> Thank you, yes, well. Teach him some manners. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, dog's body? Are you going to try and jump across, or are you going to stay behind? Nah. Get ready to catch me, dragon boy! And I... You've got... What's your strength? I've already turned around, I'm walking. 16. 16? Yeah, you don't need... You don't need this either. You can just you can just loop across easily enough. <laughs> Ta-da! So kind of crowding around the stairs, uh, dog's body with a big sort of like bounding leap, um, with a short run up, manages to clear it as well. And yeah, you guys have a staircase leading up. Jesper, do you lead them upstairs, or are you letting somebody else? Why do you keep asking me? Go ahead. Because <laughs> you're, you're on the front. All right. Yes, this time I will lead the pack. Okay. What's your Coming passive perception? To- to get away from <laughs> Xeros. It is 13. <laughs> 13. Rose, are you going up beside Jesper? 
Uh, sure. Mine is 15. 15? Oh, that's good to know. Good to know. So. Mm -hmm. When you emerge at the top, Jesper, there is a sudden noise as the fluttering of many, many birds uh, erupts through the top of this tower. Um, black feathers kind of surround you for a moment as you see a swarm of ravens just beginning to fly away uh, from their roosting perch here at the top of the tower. The wooden stairs climb to the tower's peak, which is a stone floor and a 30-foot-high pitched roof. Uh, ravens were roosted on crisscrossing rafters, coming and going through small holes in the roof. A ten-foot-high, five-foot-wide arched windows are evenly spaced around the walls. And each window consists of lead latticework filled with small panes of glass. Uh, you can see that the top here, whilst night, um, the view, if this were day, you would be able to see for miles, probably for most of the Valley of Barovia. Uh, as you are high up, not in the hills, but also now at the top of the tower. Um, there is a small, I would describe it almost like a basin uh, in the very center of the room. Stone uh, carved with dragons curling up its base, holding up a large uh, stone basin that perhaps would have once been filled with firewood and pitch, but now stands empty. Uh, the rest of you, you guys follow up behind Rose and Jesper? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, and that is that is what you find up here so far. Um, <sighs> without further so investigating sure. it. So sure something would be here. There must be something. What do you mean? You could look. Yeah, I'll go start snooping around the basin, sure. seeing if there's any, like, hidden switches okay. or buttons or levers give me, give me an investigation check what is everyone else doing whilst Trot is rolling that so you can see over all of Barovia you say yeah yeah so you can see look basically you can go, you could look north south east west uh, there are windows spaced all around this tower so you can look in almost any direction um, lead you know glass panes the the window sills are incredibly dusty and you can see that thick cobwebs and uh, piles of refuse from the ravens bits of nest have been collected uh, along the window sills damn i mean last time we saw a ton of ravens they gave us gifts <laughs> well uh i think rose probably would notice that there are a few things glittering along the windowsills, uh, amongst the nests and the cobwebs and things like that. Um, what'd you get on your investigate, Jesper? 17. 17. You begin examining the base, and you don't find switches or anything which would indicate a secret compartment or anything like that, but there is something odd. There are runes, draconic runes, inscribed along the basin. Um, there is almost a mystical element to this basin. Something magical and draconic here. I'm sure two of us can read it. I can I'll help leave read. it to you. I, I can't. Sure. Uh, so Zeke goes over to read the draconic runes. Okay. Um, yeah. Rose, Dog's Body, anything in particular? Xeros, anything you guys want to do? 
look at the uh, the things that I see in the next, yeah, pick, sorry, the windowsill. Pick, pick a direction. Do you want to look in the north windowsill or the western windowsill? North? Okay, north. Sure. Dog's body? Zeros? Uh, I'll go proceed in the direction I believe to be west. Okay. Zeros? <laughs> sure. Whatever's in there. You go I mean, looking out over the over over the actual view, can I see Ravenloft? Um, well, it's nighttime, so no. Uh, there it is. You can see for a few, you know, not not very far outside, as the night sky thick with clouds, um, not much moonlight shining through, uh, does not give you a particularly good vision of the surrounding area. But it, at daytime, if you come up here at daybreak, you would, yeah, be able to see for miles. You'd definitely be able to see pretty much most of Barovia. Uh, Zeke, okay. when you read the Draconic Runes, the yeah. Draconic Runes, um, they are more magical in nature, but the, the interpretation that you get is that when a condition is met, this, this beacon it, it will be lit, but not in a traditional sense with fire and oil. That a magical effect will be conjured here and it seems to be pretty good in alignment you know looking at the runes being used it is that of protection of light of goodness holy power would resonate from this place um if a certain condition is met um ah is it, is it to do with uh, the dragon skull I mean, you can definitely make that assumption. The The symbols seem to... The wording does reflect um, the power of the Morning Lord. Um, you know, there's there's a holy connection here, maybe not to a god that Zeke mm-hmm. knows, um, but it definitely does seem to connect with some of the imagery that you saw in Argenvost's chambers, that of this tower being lit up with a holy light and spreading its light over Barovia. Uh, that did seem to match mm. up to perhaps the effects it's it's describing here. Uh, okay. Rose, when you examine the northern windowsill, uh, you discover uh, there's kind of a scattering of silver rings and bronze bracelets um, and several coins. There's about sort of uh, 32 gold coins worth of currency, um, as well as, yeah, a bright polished silver ring worth 50 gold and a set of brass armlets worth uh, 25 gold. Quite a bit of gold. Mm. And then Dog's Body... Sorry, how much did you say in coin worth? Uh, 50 GP silver rings and 25 GP bronze bracelets. I literally can't remember what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say 32 gold coins worth of money. Okay, okay. Uh, it literally just went from my head and it's not a written down note I have. So, um, yeah, 32 gold coin worth of monies. Um, Dog's body, when you approach the western uh, windowsill, you have to brush away some cobwebs uh, that have stretched across the lead lattice work. The crumbling stone of the tower has left pieces of debris and you can see that a raven's nest has been constructed here but it's been constructed around something. And when you look down, there is the hilt of a longsword. Oh! Just the hilt. A grip with a flat, very polished, well-made guard, uh, made from a bright silver, 
but that is what you find. Uh, I guess is there. I guess there's no like runes or writing or fun stuff on it or. I don't believe so. Um... Doesn't have the word axle written no. on it. Uh, no, it's Ooh. a platinum hilt. So it has a platinum hilt and guard. Um, the bottom pommel is almost like an, an empty loop, um, but it's engraved. It's very, very beautiful. It's very, very well made. Um, looks like that the blade was removed from it. It has the kind of gap in the cross guard where the blade would have been set. Um... Yeah, I guess huh. I'll, I'll reach out and take it. And hey, mm-hmm. look what I found. No, no sword, though. I guess I could stab someone with it hard enough. Might work. When, when you hold it, Uh-oh. Dog's Body, the hilt feels incredibly light. Um, you know, it doesn't have the same heft or weight that you would expect from a from a longsword weapon. Um, and as you hold it, you definitely get a sense of... Uh, you feel these emotions kind of wash over you. Relief, a little bit of worry a little bit of uh, suspicion, but all mired in a greater sense of relief. Oh, that feels nice. Man, all my worries washed away. Is this what meditation does? Oh, I feel great, guys. Imagine what I feel like if we felt the, found the rest of this sword. Hmm. <sighs> But it's useless now. An arcana check. Yeah, I mean Zeke, you I mean you, you I mean you don't necessarily need to spend an arcana check if you just spend some time, you know, examining this blade. Uh, I mean Dog's Body, would you let Zeke hold it or are you just gonna kinda keep keep tight grip? I'm probably kinda swishing it around. Haha. Pretending okay. to I'm just yeah, I mean you you need child. to hold it to examine it, Zeke. You'd need to like okay. physically yeah, right. examine it to Take take away Dog's Body's new toy. I get it. Here you go. Can I just I quickly just, just take a look? Just to see. I just wanted to take a look. Just see. Just see what it's what's going on with it. Might be cursed. Uh, uh. So Zeke, as you hold it, yeah, you get this same sense of relief washing through you, um, and you feel it coming from the weapon itself. You can. There is a sense of curiosity building an emotion sort of of uh, concern but mixed with that curiosity of you know the unknown um, mm. examining it if you spend some time examining it maybe sort of like a few minutes this is mad I mean this is this is definitely magical you you would need it to be you need to identify it properly to know what mm. functions it has, you know, how to activate whatever magic it has. But this is definitely magical from, from the way that you can sense the, the there's a sentience to this thing. There is a, there is an intelligence oh. to this thing. Um, <laughs> and it is imbued with a powerful magic. Okay. For sure. I'll just give it, I'll give it back to dog's body. Um, well, thank you. It's, it's very strange, very strange emotive response. It's giving off. But it doesn't seem yeah, dangerous. You feel it too. Yeah. Hey, what if we, uh, what if we put it in that basin of yours over there? Oh. Well, the basins they, they say something about meeting a condition. Like 
they I think it's to, maybe to do with the skull, perhaps. It's blood. It Probably gives off blood. this protective. Everything. Probably. Everything in this country's blood. Let's bleed in it. Let's see what happens if you bleed in it. It's probably blood. So, we came all this way to look for another relic to help us. And it has guided us towards a sword without a blade. Fantastic. Oh, you know, there is one other sword that you found that looked magical. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, we did. We did. Mm, we did. Um, yeah. What's what's uh, what's everyone doing at this point? You know, as as Zeki and Dog's body are examining the sword. What's the, what's everyone else up to? <laughs> I mean, the basin wants good, holy energy, or a roundabout way of saying radiant energy. And I'm like, evil. <laughs> so, I am the living embodiment of evil. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Why don't you do try here. putting the sword in the basin? Yeah, go on then. You uh, said you yeah, felt I'll good. Go. You said your you said you you felt like your worries had gone. It's I'm... nice. Ten years off. Do or... I look younger? I feel younger. Um. Sure. Uh. Maybe, I don't know. If it's the skull, Let's... we can't, we can't get that back. But it seems like something else would power it. Argon yeah. Vost must have been able to power it before he died. So it seems like that maybe wouldn't be the cause of that beacon. It's worth a try. Thinking logically, stroll nonchalantly but confidently over to the basin. Tentatively mm-hmm. place the pommel in it. Stand back. Yeah, you, you. As you begin, sort of, you know, lowering the sword towards it, there is a sense of uh, trepidation, of hesitation that you feel coming from the blade. <clears throat> a sense of frustration as well, uh, an emotion of frustration. Um, but you kind of like touch the pommel to the basin. You hear the the platinum tap against stone. Nothing. Right. Well, radiance, right? It, do we think radiant magic might work? Work Ziki, with you, what? You... What are you trying to accomplish here? Zeke was saying that the runes, the dragon writing, says something about holy protection conditions being met. You got a right. sense of, I don't know, like hmm. light in this beacon. Is it maybe not just a magical beacon? Nothing more? Could well be, but we've come this far, may as well try something. True. Uh, Rose, you do begin to hear... like a, a flapping noise coming from the night sky. Can I, closer. can I have a look out the windows? See if I can spot yeah. it. You can sort of like scanning around the windows and you can see <clears throat> with the night clouds around them and as the clouds drift across the night sky, the moon 
kind of breaks through for just a moment, illuminating some of the area around Argon Vostolt. And flying towards the tower, perhaps sort of 60 feet or so away at this point, outside of the main top tower, you can see three women flying through the air, dressed in beautiful fine robes, their trails of these dresses, these thin silk dresses, trailing through the air like ribbons, uh, floating, uh, moving as if they were swimming through the sea. Um, their beautiful faces, their pale skin and blood-red lips, as their hair flows behind them as well. Uh, and you just hear, Rose, one screech. As one of them begins pointing a finger towards you, and you see that they bear fangs. Let's roll initiative. No. Damn it, it's a good thing we didn't roll light that beacon. Shit. I was about to. I was oh, I rolled a zero on initiative. Zero. Wow. Whoa. I guess you won't be fighting. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, so, I've yeah. never seen that before. Right, I'm gonna do a roll. Oh, you have to have Sorry, a minimum guys. of a one. What? Do I roll again? Like? <laughs> no, I think you just get a minimum of a one. You have minus two, so you just you just, you're the bottom uh, of the track. I'm gone. See ya. Ziki. Bye. What's the total? Nineteen. Nineteen. That's the total, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one for Jesper. Yep. Uh, what have we got for Dog's body? What's the total on Dog's body? Eight. Eight. Uh, Rose? 13. 13. Uh, and then Irina. Oh, I forgot to add Ismark to the encounter as well. Our boy. My my boy. I'll just I'll manually roll, roll him. He's not your boy, boy. at all. I'll just get his stats up. He's boy. He's just boy. Um, <clears throat> You hear a kind of call from below, like... Is everything all right? What was that? Um, Jesper. You hear the screech echo around, and you see Rose looking out the window in the direction of these three women flying towards the tower. There's three figures flying towards us. We need help. Uh, I'm going to cast heroism on Dog's body. Hello. Okay. So you gain two temp HP... You're immune to being frightened, and the start of each your turn, um, yeah, you you gain hit points two per turn. Um, Temporary hit points, yeah, they don't stack. Ah, but you you will regain it if you lose it. Um, yeah, and it lasts for a minute under concentration. It's basically at the start of your turn, you'll gain two hit, um, temporary hit points, but you, they don't stack. So if you didn't lose them the previous turn, you don't get four. So they think. just replenish I if it's, I get... It's, yeah. it's, you basically always... You have two temporary hit points every turn until the spell goes away. I'll um, draw my swords, but then also back away because I feel like I'm going to be relatively... Uh, with my mundane weapons, so to speak. <laughs> we'll see. But I'm preparing myself. Maybe. Uh, I'm just going to 
get some creatures on the field. Um, do you want to move anywhere? I mean, feel free to move yourself, Jesper. Uh, you are currently up in the They're tower. approaching from which direction? This direction? Uh, yeah. North, east. Sorry, I'm just trying to move stuff. Yeah, they'd be coming from the northeast, uh, basically. Whoop, whoop, so, whoop, whoop, whoop. They're about 60 feet away at this point. So, I'll just back up to the opposite uh, side. Okay. So that if they were to smash through the windows, I wouldn't get shards of glass uh, embedded into me. Cool. Uh, Ziki, you are next. Um, I will back away from the window um, and move back. You can move down the stairs, the or do you room? want to move more up into the turret? Up into the turret, there. please. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, oh. move in there. I'm just going to move these guys. Um, anything else? You just moving? Any actions? I'll just, I'll just say, uh, get move back from the windows. Okay. So, flying at 60 feet. Uh, the first one does appear at the window. You see that she's a pale elven woman. Um, you can see these long ears stretching up behind her. Her hair is like that of wheat, golden wheat, um, kind of splaying out all around her. And with one clawed, very kind of almost delicate, petite hand, she just completely breaks and shatters the window. Xeros, you're almost kind of covered in glass as it sprays down um, and then she pulls yeah. herself inside. Um, and she looks around. Alof Master said that you would be here searching for something. He has unfinished business with all of you. <laughs> Uh, but that is her turn. It took all of her movement to get here. Uh, Rose. I can't load anything, so you're going to have to move me. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. I can move you and stuff. So you've basically kind of got one directly, almost directly in front of you um, that's just smashed through the window is one of these. Uh, so if I move away, is... Is she close enough to get no, a swipe? No, no, not, not, not close enough to get a swipe, no. You can still move currently without provoking any opportunity attacks. Um, you could either um, stay up here or you could move down the tower um, to the section below. I will move down, but not, but still have, so that I have a shot on her. So kind yeah, of you can, if you, move down a yeah, bit, you can but step, shoot up. Sort of, yeah, if you go down, probably no more than sort of five feet. Uh, if you go ten feet down, you won't be able to see her, but if you take a five-foot step back down the stairs, you can still see the top half of her body to take two shots. Um, I will cast Slayer's Prey and take two shots at her. Uh, 18 plus 9 to hit. Yes, that will hit 18 plus 9 for sure. Uh, 12 plus 9. 12 plus 9 is also a hit. So... 5 damage on the first shot. Uh, I rolled two ones on my damage, so 5 damage on the next shot. 5 damage. And... Very much like 
Very much like yeah. the vampiric Can't spawn you fought before, the arrow does not quite have as much impact. And five damage from Slave's Prey. Five damage from Slave's that Prey. Perfect. It. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that was the first attack. Oh, you that, that was from both that was everything. Five damage. I rolled okay. two ones. Right. So it's ten damage yeah. plus the five from thing. I rolled like shit. I missed the first five. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, two arrows um, into the her, but you can see very much like before. She just kind of snaps them, pulls them free, and the little arrowheads are pushed out as she begins to regenerate. Uh, there is a second sound of smashing, and this one would probably uh, come from the other side. She will dash, uh, and Jesper. Uh, you see the same thing as Xeros did, kind of psh, the window smashes, um, and this second figure, an auburn-haired uh, halfling woman, in fact, so smaller in stature, but you can see these long trailing robes flowing down around her legs um, as she pulls herself free. My, my, what do we have here? Avistana? Mm, excellent. But that was her action to dash. Dog's body. Um, so how many of us are still in this? Yeah, so I, uh... Pretty much everybody but Rose is still in the very top of the tower. Um, Okay. You and Zeke are beside the basin in the middle of the room. Um, You've got one vampiric lady on your left, one sort of to the uh, northeast, um, and Jesper just behind you. Okay, so it's quite close quarters. Um, so I, I think I still have my crimson right damage up because it says because um, I activated it uh, mm-hmm. when you fought the spectres. Earlier, and it says, yeah, until you complete a short or long rest. So I haven't done that. Sure. So yeah. I still have crimson right. Um, so Perfect. I'm just gonna straight up attack um, the one that is nearest to me. So uh, in the west. Yep, it's the little um, halfling vampiress. Uh, uh, I'm rolling some digi dice because, uh, yeah. Uh, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 uh, to hit. 23 hits. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then, so a D. T- oh, it's on the floor. For fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time four, since we've had that. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> um, eight points of regular damage and three points of cold damage. Okay. On my first so yeah, so this one, the axe comes biting down, and you, you see this little halfling, this kind of round face, rosy cheeked, um, but now very, very pale, frizzy auburn head, just bears these vicious fangs. <sighs> I can smell it on you, creature. How dare you strike me? I smell what? I, I haven't washed in a while. I know that. Sorry. Puddles are very hard to... the beast scent on you, filthy creature. Anything else, dog's body? I don't know what you're talking about. I've got an extra attack. Uh, 16 plus 6 is 22. It's... That is a 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 regular damage and 1 cold damage. Cold. Yeah, she kind of shrieked kind of calling back and you see the other vampiric woman hiss in your direction as well um, um, as you do so anything else do you know what I'm gonna try a cheeky little blood curse of binding uh, it's probably not gonna work but let's go 
By all means. Um, so you attempt to bind a creature you can see within 30 feet of you is, that is no more than a, a size larger than you. Uh, the target must succeed, succeed... Oh my god, what is my reading today? Succeed on a strength saving throw, DC 12. 22. Yeah, no, that's not going to work, is it? Carry on. So you reach out with this blood curse to try and bind her, uh, locking her in place, and you just get this kind of mean look as her eyes turn crimson red. Your little magics won't work on me, creature. Uh, from the other side, the final woman bursts in in front of you, Rose, at the top of the stairs, smashing through. Uh, my, my, this one appears to be human woman, uh, dark, dark, raven black hair, um, and she definitely is the most pale of all of them, um, pulls herself through, hair tied up uh, in a kind of tight ponytail, long red dress, and as she pulls through, she's just like, so, you are the ones who brought our new little kitty cat to the castle, are you? I look forward to seeing what the master does with that one. Hmm. Uh, but there's a full action to dash and break through the window. So we go to Zeros. Oh as my god, I'm of, moving. Yeah, as a point of housekeeping, because um, I activated the curse, I took a d6 of damage, I rolled a 1, but then with Z- uh, Jesper's healing heroism, I'm back. Takes it off the temporary hit points. Okay. Did nothing. Yeah. Uh, nice. Okay, I want to do, because I'm quite low on HP, I want to do a uh, second wind. So I get 1d10 plus 3. Second wind. Eight. Eight healing to myself, uh, which wasn't as good as I'd hoped. And then I want to whack this one right next to me uh, with my sword. I can't flame it just yet because it's a bonus action for thingy. Um, it is. But... It's still magical. Boom. Oh my Christ. 14 to hit. <laughs> you bring this giant sword down and this, you know, elven woman with blonde hair just catches it in her hands, just like catches the blade dead stop. Smiles, throws it to the side. And you're like, Fuck. that's new. Ooh, that's <laughs> different. Try again. Uh, anything else, Zeros? Huh. That's, uh, that's all she wrote. Well, she wrote. Um, you hear another voice kind of calling up like, we can't get to you. Can you get that? We can't help the gap. I, I can't jump it. Ismar, go. Um, and then you hear like a couple of grunts um, as Ismark leaps the gap uh, to try and get up the stairs to assist. Um, Lad. But does he, you hear him turn around like, I can't leave you, sister. Not entirely. I don't want you to lo- lose my sight. Uh, leave my sight. Uh, Jesper. I'm going to try and cast uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Which one? one? Closest the to one me, the halfling fighting halfling dog's body. So oh. that's a save of oh. 13. What do you say? Wisdom. Ah, oh, that's a good question. They just start perceiving everything around. as funny, right? So, I mean, you don't have to say anything. Yeah, I was just if you had something you wanted to say more than anything. I feel like Jesper's still grumpy about Zero, so he's kind of he doesn't have anything to give that would be funny. 
just the no, spell just itself. It could even just be part of like your, um, you know, the the Vistana eye. You kind of just look at this creature, and you just see as this rosy, pale-skinned halfling just begins sort of like, <laughs> and she just begins cackling, spinning in the air. She actually lands, so she's stood on the wall, and she's just bent over, cackling to herself. Uh, that does drop the heroism off of Dog's body, and also I will say. Okay. Leave this one alone. If we engage with it, it will break this curse I've put upon it. Aww. Let it laugh while we deal with the others. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else, uh, Jesper? Would you like to move? Bonus actions? I'm going to look over the balcony to my right and see the progress of Ismark. Um, you don't see him appear. Yeah, you don't see him appear. Slow. Uh, I'll jump over. Okay. So, Jesper, with a kind of leap, you kind of throw yourself over the the banister uh with dexter i'm not gonna make you roll it's just easy enough for jesper to do being super acrobatic you just kind of hoist yourself over and with a, you land delicately on the stone steps weapons drawn uh ready you can see looking down um you can see that ismark is on the other side of the gap but he is looking back to Irina and is is kind of torn between leaving her side and coming up to fight um, can i with my movement get to the gap and throw down my arms to like as an assist if they try and jump it okay yeah so you're offering your hand for Irina to jump across yes okay sure uh right Xeros the blonde elven woman looks to you she looks over at the the cackling halfling and just rolls her eyes um uh, and then she just turns her attention to you Gonziki Oh, sorry, Zeke, it was it your turn. Me. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. It, it, no, no, it sorry. was me. I, I said Zeke, and then yes, we've done the go, and then it threw me off. Your go. No worries. Um, can I cast Sacred Flame at the one in front of Xeros? Is... Yeah, absolutely, you can. Uh, so so you throw for me. Dex, yeah, Dex 13. Dex 13, and that's a 16, unfortunately. Oh, okay, no worries. I'm yeah, move, she seems um... supernaturally agile. She kind of whoosh, um, seems to almost distort the air as she moves. <laughs> As the flame sort blasts. of move like, uh, like between, like this, those two in rows. So get like behind sort of the Rose one fa- facing rows. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Um, the one fighting Xeros will point and say, "Sister, deal with that draconic creature. She will be a problem if she hits us with her magic." Uh, and then she turns to Xeros. But you, my warrior, I can deal with you. Uh, and she will reach out and with one claw what scratches across your face that's a 25 to hit Jesus yeah yeah <laughs> three five uh, eight points of slashing damage and then she does it again uh, for a 24 to hit oh. for another eight points of slashing damage these you know sharp nails just rip through your scales as you do so Um, and then she kind of hunches back into a defensive stance she actually walks backwards not getting out of your reach but she kind of begins walking up the side of the wall as if it was the floor as if gravity just becomes the floor for her and she's now hunched up on on this top of the wall looking down towards you um God damn, MC Escher ass motherfucker. <laughs> Rose, you are next. MC Escher. 
And... Vampire spawn in front of you. Can I um, cast protection from good from evil and good on myself? You can indeed. Yeah, it's action, right? Please. To cast that. Yeah. And that's so, disadvantage uh, to any undead. Disadvantage impact. to any undead that attack me. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um. um the creature laughing, does that get a saving throw trot? Anything else, by yeah, the way, Rose? Like the movement or bonus section? At the end um, of the turn? Not right now. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, so trot at the end of its turn, it gets a saving throw. She gets a saving yeah. throw. Wait, what? Yeah, he forgot about this when he it was constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, DC is a fail, that's a nine. So the little halfling woman just keeps cackling and she now starts almost like a child, but sat on the wall as if it was the floor. She just begins kind of like stomping her hands and her feet and you can see not tears, but like blood beginning to form in her eyes where tears would be. And she's just like, (laughs) and she's trying to wipe at it and it's just blood smearing across her face. Uh, So Dog's body, that's the one in front of you. If she were to take damage, it's not an instant removal. It's just an advantage on a wisdom save. Ah, okay. So she gets a same throw with advantage. Yeah. Okay. Dog's body. Nah, man. I'm going by what the man told me. I'm a good... good... You're a good dog. Uh, You're a good boy. Can I run over to the one that Xeros is fighting? Um, yep, next to Ziki have a whack. and Xeros. Sure. Have a whack on that. Uh, so, great axe smack! I'm fucking rolling it off my table! I hate my life! Sorry. Roll digitally, uh, it's way better. Plus six, no, I can't. Uh, 12 <laughs> plus 6 is an 18. That's a hit. Yep, it's a hit. Uh, that is an 8, plus 4, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, plus 1 point of cold damage. Sorry, I just had I forgot the regeneration. Um so how much damage was that? Sorry, just repeat it again for me. I was doing their healing. Oh. Eight plus eight normal and then four? No, eight plus Sure. Four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, plus one cold damage. So twelve okay. slashy, one coldy. Sure. Uh, so the blow comes down, it cuts into her arm. You can see that as it cuts through her flesh, it's already beginning to knit itself back together again, like you've seen with other cool. vampire spawn in the past. Second attack. Uh, 17 plus uh, 6, so that's a 23. Uh, yep, plus hits. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 regular damage, and 3 cold damage. Yep. And a huge uh, blow comes swinging down. Um, she raises her arm. It cuts through it partially. And you can see bone and sinew. Not much blood, but it begins, again, knitting itself back together as you do so. Anything else, Doug's body, on your turn? Um, no. Nah. Okay. Um, the one in between Zeke and Rose, kind of on either side of you, you can see she's now looking at both of you, turning her head as if it's difficult to look at both of you. Um, like, she's hissing and growling. Ah, you have something. They've done something, sister. Something to protect themselves. I can feel it. Um, and she begins crawling up the wall until she stood on the ceiling. Um, you both get an attack of opportunity against her, actually, as she basically scurries up to the top of the ceiling. 
Um, would need to what be a melee be? attack, I think, Rose. So okay, need to be uh, pull up. Sorry, dear. Uh, 17. Uh, 17 will hit. Uh, oh, I rolled full damage. 6 plus 4, so 10 damage. 10 damage, so not that it's magical. It is not magical. Uh, yeah, but 5 damage still. Um, cool, yeah, so you swipe at her, cutting a piece of uh, her flesh as she runs up. Ziki? Um, I've got my daggers. I can pull out daggers and go for a swipe. Yeah, yeah, you can I've make got an two weapon yeah. fighting. So can I attack her twice? Uh, yeah, you can. It's your bonus action, so you can't on an opportunity yeah. attack, but on your turn, you can attack twice with a bonus action. Awesome. So you right. attack with a normal action, then bonus action. That's <sighs> nine. Yeah, you just whip through the air. You're a spellcaster. You're not meant to attack, so yeah, it's okay. So yeah, the the knife just goes through the air as she scurries up to the top, um, and she kind of looks around because um, you can kind of sense that something's wrong with you. Um, she looks over to the laughing halfling. Ah, snap out of it! What are you doing, wasting time? Our master gave us an order. Ah, where is the other one gone? Where is the Vistana? And she will drop down onto the stairs uh, directly next to Ismark and Jesper. Boom. So she lands, Jesper, you hear this impact as this woman lands on the stone. Bringing her claws up uh, beside you and Ismark. Uh, Xeros. Oh, holy shit. Um, okay, I want to do a, a good solid whacking once again. Um, okay. This time, flame on. Flamey oh my heart man. He who grins and ignites in flame. Hello, physical dice, my old friend. Let's see. Oh, 24 to hit this one. That will definitely hit this one. And I want to try something special with this, this little boy. I want to use a divine yeah. smite, please, Mark. Oh, what level of divine is. smite are you using, Tom? First level, is that what you uh, got? I only have first level mark. Okay. Well, these are undead, so you get a bonus D8 on top of your normal Divine Smite. So what is it, 2D8 normally? Uh, yeah, so it's 3D8 three, three of Dimaggio's. With the extra one. Extra uh, Dimaggio's. Of, of Divine Smite. <laughs> out, out of interest, Tom, because a Divine Smite, normally there has to be some sort of like effect or you say something or there's some sort of, you know mental element like what what is it for xeros do we see anything do we see anything change um, i mean it's it's like if the uh the flames on the sword like almost they they stopped flaring outwards and just completely went inside the sword so it's now like red hot it's um, so inside that white thin hot. gap yeah, it goes. The blades become superheated along their edges. Um, those yeah. of you who look at Zero, his eyes, the ruby eyes that he came back with, are blazing with the same fire. You can see there's flame inside the ruby, um, like it was trapped inside a gemstone. Um, Jesper nice. does not see that, because Jesper is on the floor below. Uh, cool, so I'll do the damage for he who grins, which is... Uh, 22. That's the attack roll. Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah 14 22 plus damage. 22. And now 3d8 yep. is 14 Dimaggio's. Uh, yep. And that's and that's that, I think. Uh, how she how she like feel that. about that one? 
Well, when you bring the blade down, you feel the searing radiance channeled through this this infernal pact that you have made. Um, the the end the the fire becomes more than just flame. It becomes the manifestation of Asmodeus's will, and as it plunges into the creature, you see that pale flesh actually begin to turn black and disintegrate around the wound, and this nice. unholy scream echoes not only through this watchtower but uh, out into the night of barovia just this <laughs> kind of erupts through um and when she does the other two even the one who's laughing through the laughter there is this simultaneous scream uh from the two of them at the same time um as you do so is that so, your is turn she's still alive um it is indeed but it doesn't look like she'll be scripting. regenerating much I mean, I don't like that she also grabbed my sword and slashed me twice, so I'm going to use a, uh, you know, one of those fighter things that they do. Action surge and do it again, but not with the Divine Smite this time. Nice. Uh, and this is 22 damage. Uh, 22 to hit, sorry. Well, um, hit. And then... ba ba boom Oh my god. Uh, only 18 damage. Only. Points of damage. The flaming blade, as you bring it in for a second strike, cuts through, and you can now see her chest is almost partially open and this blackened heart kind of beating within. The flames lick her body. Still standing, though. Just ah! <laughs> Damn it. Okay. I go. Uh... Uh, it's te- technically, it's, it's Ismark's go. Um, ah. and Ismark, Ismark and Irina... No, no, no. Uh, Ismark rushes forward for this this newfound threat, um, and whipping out his longsword and his axe, he will make three attacks. Uh, I'm just going to check his base attack bonus and stuff. Uh, view page, please. Uh, it's plus five, so that is a hit on his first longsword. That is a miss on his second longsword, and then on his hand axe is a natural 20. Um, oh, so what a boy. Half nice. damage from the first one, so five damage from the first attack. And the next one is six plus three is nine for another ten, so another five points of damage. So even though he strikes, like, the first blow is a longsword. It cuts through the woman's blouse um, into her shoulder. The next is an axe strike into her head. Um, He kind of embeds the hatchet and has to, like, yank it back. But this deep cut that runs through her skull just is, like, already knitting back together again. And she kind of cocks her head and it's just like, well, that wasn't very nice, was it? Uh, Irina will attempt to jump the gap to join the battle with Jasper holding his hand out. She has advantage uh, on her deck saving throw that she has to make uh, as she fumbles <laughs> the jump. But Jesper, you catch Irina slash Tatiana um, and pull her up onto the side. Um, she looks at these creatures, uh, the woman fighting, and she's like... Huh? They are Strahd's brides, former lovers that he has taken. They they are, uh, they are served. They have been sent by him. Uh, Jesper, your turn. I can't fight them. Ismar can't either. We need something more. Um, did you find the weapon? The weapon? Did you find it? A useless hilt. A hilt. Uh, she just ah. seems confused. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, Trot. <laughs> Trot knows so things. Trot, know, Trot yeah. knows things. 
that none of the rest of you know. <laughs> it's very frustrating for him. <laughs> Let's play my character. Um, yeah, I'm going to give... Doing good. Ismark, you can do this. Fight strong. I'm going to give him a bardic inspiration as a bonus okay. action. Yep. And sure. I'm going to just come in swinging as well. Sure. Uh, so up next to yeah, this At the bottom of the stairs, creature. you and Ismark holding the bottom of the stairs. Uh, uh, sure. Right. Here comes the rapier. 21 to hit, 9 piercing. Here comes the rapier. Definitely hits. Yeah. And my second attack is a 22 dagger with 7 piercing. Uh, so that's going to be 4 damage from the first one as they are non-magical. And then another 3 damage three. from the dagger. So with the rapier and then stab him with a knife but very much like Ismark both of these wounds are already beginning to heal as you strike um, anything else I think that's your whole turn isn't it pretty much so we go to Zeki um, let's see so that one's on her last legs um, yeah the one fighting your brother the one fighting Xerus and Dog's body I mean yeah. looks a, a mess like it, she looks like she's about to fall apart any second now alright I don't need my help I'm going to run down the stairs and come, come <laughs> help the guys down there. Okay. Yeah, you emerge. Um, um, do you want to go directly up next to the vampire or do you want to kind of keep some distance? I'll keep some distance from her. Um, okay. And I'm going to try... Right. I'll try Sacred Flame again. Okay. I think Tom's not okay. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's on single-digit hit points. Well, yeah. Fifteen points. Uh, fifteen saving throw, Zeki. Oh, okay. Yeah, you succeeded. So yeah, Never you kind mind. of throw the sacred flame out. But even though you think you're catching her from behind, that she's unaware of you. But like the first one, she almost seems to shimmer in place, displacing mm. herself as she moves so quickly. The sacred flame splashes against the stone wall of the tower. Um, she just turns Okey-dokey. around. <laughs> I will deal with you later. Anything else, Ziki? Uh, that's me good, I think. Yeah. Club cantrip okay. over here. Xeros, the one that you're fighting tries to claw you or grab you, uh, but Please that is miss. a natural one for a seven. <gasps> yes. Okay. Hey, wait. First, before you carry on, I want to use oh. uh, a riposte. Oh. <gasps> if it misses me, I can do a melee attack. Sure. Yeah, you can make a melee attack. <laughs> I cannot have this thing hit me. I'm dead. Uh, so I use my reaction to do it. I expend one superior. I die. Yes. Yes. Tom. Melee attack. You're, yeah. You are still three fighter, aren't you? So you've still got Battlemaster. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, son of an actual bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to grab you by the neck. Uh, with one of her claws, you almost kind of manage to spin, bring the he who grins almost into a stabbing motion behind you. Um, but before you know it, she kind of leaps up, puts her feet onto the wall as if stood on solid ground, avoiding the attack, and then she comes in for a second claw. Oh, Three, nine to hit. <laughs> <You> lucky boy. <laughs> so, nice. The two of you just kind of, you've kind of got her arms gripped in yours. You're kind of wrestling for control, um, and she does not regenerate because she was hit by a radiant damage spell last turn. So you can see uh, this is, and radiant. there's nothing left of the woman from before, by the way. This is now a feral creature that is fighting to mm. feed. Like, 
it's just trying to drink your blood. This thing is not even a oh. person anymore. It's just oh, going through no. <laughs> Rose Venandi, you can see two fights, one going on above you, one going on behind you. One looks really can cool. I... I'm going to shoot the one that Xeros is fighting because it has my slow spray on it. So yeah. I'm going to take a couple of shots at her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16 plus 9. Stealing the kill from the vampire hits. spawn on Xeros. <laughs> Do yeah. not worry about damage. 17 plus... Okay, yeah. Okay, first it one hit. one hit point. She had one hit point left. <laughs> one! So the arrow... Just, yeah, one hit point left. Yep. Um, nice. <laughs> It goes through the heart that's been exposed by the wound. The arrow shaft pierces through the heart, and the woman just turns to dust, turns to black dust. Good. Uh, the uh, two remaining vampires howl in fury and rage, just, again, these echoing screams. Uh, I want to turn to Xeros and go, it's thank you, and then turn and shoot the one that's down the stairs. Sorry, I, I couldn't say, help it. I couldn't help I, it. I was going to say, it would be cool if like we were having our fight and she was getting the upper hand on me, I was getting the upper hand on her, and then I like turn her towards you as you shoot her. But no, no, you turn into like a little sass moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Rose, second attack. I'll do, I won't do it. I won't do it in like a... I'm not going to do it in like a really mean way. I'm going to just be like... It's more of like a little subtle kind of... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I'm going to shoot the one that's downstairs for my second shot. Yes? Sure. Yeah, sure. For my second yeah, yeah, arrow. You can turn around easily, so... yeah. Definitely within range and sight. Take one HP. Expect me to thank you. So, I'm joking. Seven, it was too good to not say it. Oh, come on. I know, um, I know. <laughs> 17 plus 9 to hit. Now hit. Sure. So, uh, five, nine, nine points of damage with the bow, and can I move my Slayer's Prey onto this one because yeah. the other one died? I believe you can do it. As long as you uh, can do that. Ooh, six points of damage on Slayer's Prey, please. Thank you. Three. Never get so, that yeah. when I roll for <laughs> Aeolus Lightning. Arrow thuds Only in, no. Rose. Um, the arrow thuds into its shoulder, into her shoulder, and she kind of staggers for a moment now, sort of being surrounded. Um, the halfling makes a saving throw against the laughing effect. That's an eight. Keeps just, you can just hear like, <laughs> like there's crying. That's so funny. Um, the blood <laughs> is just streaming down her face. Um, and you just manage to hear like a choking word, like a name, but it's lost amongst the laughter and the choking sobs. Um, dog's body. Interesting. Um... If I, I'm just, because this corridor is quite messy, if As, I move 30 feet, go on. Yeah. No, I was going to say, the only thing is, is as, as you are fighting these things, kind of coming from, because I'm guessing you put, like, the hilt sword, like, into, like, a bag or your belt or something like that. Like, you stored it away as you got your weapons yeah. now. From that hilt, belt. you just feel hatred. You just mm -hmm. feel intense hate and rage stemming from this weapon. Yeah. Hey, me too. So anyway, Why you wanted to move? Do I always end up with the sentient weapons? Like, you, seriously? You could <laughs> just give it to somebody else. You could just be like, oh, I don't want it. There you go. You have it. This thing creeps me out. I just, I 
no, a dog's body likes it. It makes him feel safe. Um, if I move 30 feet, am I within whacking range of vampire down the stairs? Uh, stairs 5, vampire. 10, 15, 20. Yeah, easy. Yep. Yeah, all right, then. Let's... Uh, Everyone's surrounding uh, her. Uh, wail on this monster. Um, I was hmm. really hoping Although... that thing would save. That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether or not to actually attack the halfling and uh, start whacking on that one. Well, nah, I made a decision. Stick with it. Indecisive Kim being indecisive, as always. I'm going to Great Axe, Smack. That's a four, a six, ten, nothing. So you go to bring it down, and kind of similar to Xeros, she pirouettes and spins and slaps the Great Axe Blade, almost embedding it into the stone wall, causing you to miss with the first attack. But he comes back with a 15 plus 6 is a 21. That hits. Um, that is 6, 10 points of regular damage, and 4 points of cold. Points of regular, 4 points of cold. Ah, you hear a grunt for the first time as uh, the actual semblance of pain seems to echo through her body as the axe pierces down into a into a body. Uh, anything else, dog's body? That is all from me. You see some of her wounds begin to heal uh, as she takes stock of the situation. Jesper, she attempts to claw you, only an 11 to hit. Oh, no. Uh, and then she will attack Dog's body. Uh, that is a 18 to hit Dog's body. 18 is a hit. Four, five, eight points of slashing damage as her long claw-like nails rake across your chest. Um, My bare Xeros. naked hairy chest. Just want to point that Perfect. detail out. She moves. Very hairy. She attacks. Nah, she gets any attacks <laughs> opportunity. I think. Should it next turn? Uh, Xeros. Uh, cool. Um, <clears throat> I don't really want to face down this little halfling that's laughing away on my own. Uh, so I'll just head downstairs and just have a little peek at what's going on. Oh my god, there's so much happening down here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's also, yeah, you can just about get into range of the, the vampire spawn fighting everyone. Uh, sure. Let's have a little wacky on that yeah. one move Rose to it as well. Sure. Um, and I will use a physical dice again. Oh, I love you. 24. That's a hit. That's a hit with that. And then, boom! 25 damage! No divine Holy smite? Shit. Jesus. Uh, no divine smite. I only have two spell slots. So coming, uh, coming running down the stairs with this flaming greatsword, Xeros plunges the weapon into her back as she's fending off Dog's body and Jesper and everybody else um, and you just hear this kind of howling shriek uh, as she does so. Uh, Zeros, any, anything after your turn? Um, I think that will be all. Um, okay. Yeah, all my stuff is action, so pretty much. Um, Kim, where is Dog's yes. body keeping the sword hilt? Where is he Tucked put it? into my... You know my high belt that I got on the artwork? Like, it's tucked mm -hmm. into the, uh, the front. So it's visible to oh, anybody who is looking at Dog's body. Yeah. It's fucking out the top okay. where my snail trail is. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, Ismark <laughs> the Lesser will make his three attacks. Uh, first, Longsword is a hit. Second, Longsword is a miss. 
He does. He will use it on his second attack. It's a D8. It's uh, a D8, is it, for Jesper? Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that is going to turn it into a hit. Um, and then his uh, hand axe is also a hit. So all three hit, thanks to Jesper's bardic inspiration. And you just see him boy. kind of wailing this fury of strikes uh, onto the creature. Sadly, not all of them seem particularly effective. First one is two damage. The second one is better, is nine. So three, so five damage total. The next one is also nine, so another three. Uh, sorry, four. So it'd be uh, ten. And then another four, so 14 points of damage total. Um, nice. And you can see him, like, he focused his attacks on where everybody else has been striking, trying to widen the wounds, make it so that they can't heal as well. You can see him, like, wedging his axe and his sword in at the same time and yanking to try and split open some of these, you know, gaping strikes that have been caused. Irina, on her turn, as she's looking over the fight and about to kind of, like, join it, you can see her pulling a rapier and beginning to can't chant some spells. Then she, her eyes fall on Dog's body. Sergei's sword. That is Sergei's sword. It was given to him. That, that was my beloved. And she just completely seems to be taken back, like her vision. She just seems fixated on the weapon and, and completely loses herself in the moment. Uh, Took me a little while to remember who Sergei was there. That's fine. That's you don't need to. Yes, but <laughs> Rudy. That is the sword we've been looking for. It's broken. I'm going to keep attacking she just, the She's like possible. blinking to herself for a moment. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I will do a just regular one, two. Rapier. Uh, natural 20, though. So that's oh, 20. Wow. You're going to need to roll this manually, I think, Trot, because it's uh, it kind of screws up, right. I think. So, it's a 1d8. So, that would be 8. So so eight plus four. Uh, what is it? Plus three. Sorry. One d eight plus four. So I'll add that on so top. So be twelve max. Then roll a d eight and add that. Put an extra four on that. So sixteen halved to eight. And so the rapier kind of juts through her throat up into her skull, and you pull it free. And the dagger is a fifteen to hit eight piercing with the dagger. You manage to plunge it dead into the center of the chest and you feel it pierce through into the black heart and her body just crumbles into the same black dust that was there before. Be gone, Spawn. Anything else, Jasper? Uh, he will shed a single metagame tear and stand back. Okay. Uh, Ziki. Um, so far, uh, down on this floor, there doesn't appear to be any threats. You can still hear pained, crying laughter coming from above. Um, I just say, uh, there's still one left, and I'll just start making my way up. Okay. So you emerge upstairs. Um, you've got enough room. You can pretty much carry on if you want to, or you can stay in the center of the room by the basin. I think uh, um, I'll stay there. Can I, like, can I ready an action? So, yeah. Say if she come if she comes out of her a spell, I'll um mm -hmm. I'll cast a uh, sacred flame on her again. Okay, perfect. Uh, that one is dead. Rose, I will move up as well into the the top and position myself to have a good shot at uh, 
cackling lady re-put my Slayer's Prey onto her. And I want to (laughs) say to Jesper, Jesper, if we're all ready, can you drop it and we hit her at once? And I will ready an action to shoot her only when Jesper tells me, when when I sense that that's dropped or Jesper and everyone else attacks. So we all attack. I will ready two shots. Okay. Okay. Uh, after that, so you ready the action? She does. Wait, what I am just I re- doing? She, she... Waiting for what? I'm. I've just said to you, we will hit her all at once. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome to my world, Katie. Um, so te- I just read the spell. She is technically prone, but she can still move. She can't take any actions or reactions, but she can still move. Um, And in her current position, like, she's still crying with this, like, laughter, like this hideous, like, choking laughter. But she crawls to the window and manages... She has enough movement to basically crawl to the outside of the turret, um, which technically doesn't trigger any provoking attacks, and then she will save. Uh, What's the DC on your save, Jesper? That's a third... uh, That's a... Is it a wisdom save? Yeah, it is of 13, I believe, yeah. Uh, 16, so 13 plus 3. So you finally hear the laughing stop and then just one last primal scream uh, echoes out. Uh, Dog's body. So she's technically Uh, out. Can I... um, uh, Can I just like yeah? I think can I can I look at the hill like take the hill out and sort of waggle mm-hmm. it and can I do like a an Akarna check or anything like that to be like or I mean no like, you, you would need significant time like an Akarna okay, check is okay. not going to reveal how to use this weapon okay um, you're going to need uh, in which to case, sit I'll, down and figure it out I'll just you need to attune go to, to it. Irina and I'll just be like it's broken love it's broken. And then, um, it's, start. It's not broken. It's, it was. He, Strahd had it destroyed. We, we thought it was destroyed. It, it's not broken. Uh, but that's all she managed no to blade. get out on her turn. No blade. What uh, else? Can I start going back up the stairs? And I guess I probably can't see Vampire Lady to. Do you give it to Irina, or are you just kind of like hold, like just talking to her, like because she can see her, like she's <sighs> sort of like looking at it. She's the other side of the gap. No, she isn't, is she? No, no, she she... came over. Yeah, she's just behind Jesper. Uh, I think that... Yeah, I'll give it to her. Um, Okay. She she kind of holds it in her hand. She clutches it to her chest. And you can just see that there are just tears pouring down her face as she holds it close. My Sergei. My Sergei. Uh, I'll do a very awkward pat on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. There, there, love. Gotta go. I, I'll, I'll go upstairs to, uh, but I probably can't. I'm not within range to do anything. Um, but before I go Five, upstairs, 10, can 15, I take? Um, can I take a very 20. tattered and stained handkerchief out of my pocket and just sort of 
like stuff it into Irina's other hand and then just yeah well you can give it along with the sword if you like yeah 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 it's really Uh, it's really gross but I just yeah there there have 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 a good blow love get get it all out and I'm just gonna go vampire I'm really uncomfortable and uh just yeah go up the stairs (laughs) guessing there's probably nothing I can do to vampire lady though uh, you are literally like 10 feet away from her and she's on the outside of the building. Um, but you're just out of range when you're moving. Is, is there a window like locking mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, there's is a window. Like, yeah, she's she's gone around the side. So she's um, just, you know, she's, yeah, sort of on the edge of is the, the window, basically. Anyone next to the window? Nope, nobody's next to the window. Uh, like... In which case, can I shoot the window with my crossbow, please, and smash it out? Uh, this is an already um, smashed out window. This is the one that she came in. Oh, okay, okay. In that case, I'm just gonna. Uh, have I spent an action doing any of my beautiful RP? If I haven't, um, no, I'd probably I'll say a bonus action. action to like give the the hilt hanky. to Irina and then move. And a hanky. So you still have an action. Mm-hmm. I will hold my action to attack with my great axe when she comes into range. If okay. and when. Zeros. Uh, cool. Uh, do I have movement to get to the window? I can't see roll 20 at the moment, sorry. Yeah, no worries. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, you do, because Dog's body was just a little bit further down than you. Um, okay. You were a bit further up. Um, and... She's just outside the window, right? Can I just um, like try and grab her and pull her back in? Sure, you can make a uh, strength check. You make an opposed strength check. Awesome. Uh, boom. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Really? Holy shit! So fucking close. So really? you feel this immense strength. This tiny little halfling woman nearly fucking resists you like you can feel her like you have to strain all of your muscles like dig your claws into the stone and pull back with all of your strength but you do have her grappled um and you can move half speed with a a grappled creature so you can pull her back in what's your uh cool yeah if i've got the movement to sort of spin around and uh drag her in (laughs) yeah and like hold her towards the other guys now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah does that, oh, does that trigger actions from it wouldn't us? technically trigger zeke's because zeke's i mean look this is the thing where like if i was going to be an asshole dm i'd be like no because the wording of your actions was that when she came out of the spell but the point is is that all of you were basically readying yourselves for when you had a moment to attack together i would say that this is it so zeke and rose yeah, and, and Dog's mm-hmm. Body. All three of you can make your attacks, basically. Yeah, I said um, within range, okay, okay. so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she will have... Uh, um, she's grappled, so actually uh, she fails oh, the nice. Sacred Flame automatically. Oh, nice. Okay, 2D. Nice. Um, I have 18 plus 9 on one of mine. The other one is... You only get one attack, Katie. On a, on a reactionary attack, you only get one. Oh. So even if you have extra attack on, on held actions, you only get one attack. Okay, well... The first one hits. Yeah, there you go. And the the other one was a four, so I doubt. Yeah, doesn't matter anyway. No, it doesn't hit. Um, Right, so you hit on your attack, uh, Katie, so roll damage for that. Dog's body, what did you get to attack? I rolled a 24 to attack. Power hit. Uh, Take my head off. I rolled 14 regular damage and two cold damage. 
Nine, ten. And then Ziki, what, my... what was the radiant damage? Because that, let's do that one. Eleven. Katie, if you just hold on. Eleven radiant damage. Uh, and then Katie, what was your damage? Uh, Eleven, including Sire's uh, Prey, so whatever. So half to five. Uh, so yeah, these three strikes, as Xeros basically drags her in, holding her arms back. You know, she's no longer laughing, but you can see the fangs are bared, and she is just howling in your faces. I'll kill you! I'll eat you all! I'll make you suffer! Just all of these attacks land. Um, you can see the sacred radiant energy burns away some of the pallid flesh. Uh, the arrows stick into her body and don't heal up. The big cut from the great axe carves a section down her tiny form, but still alive. Um, however, badly, badly wounded. Uh, Ismark will make the slow progression up the stairs, but uh, he's going to probably not make it the full way up to attack. Um, Irina will... Hmm. Yes, but you're still by Irina, right? Yeah, I just moved my character so that we could see upstairs. So I think you see Irina on her turn. She kind of, like, stops holding this weapon, um, this hilt. Mm -hmm. She looks at you. uh, It's not broken, Jesper. Just changed. When we have some time... I'll show you how it can work. But I can't. It needs someone to wield this weapon. But I can't. Yay. And she just nods to you. Um, and there is a kind of resolute look in her eyes. It wasn't for nothing. Trust me, you've got the best weapon against Strahd. Here. Now. Okay. I believe you. Best weapon is currently grappling a vampire, thank you. Ooh. I think she probably would also <laughs> look at you, Jesper. But this won't work just for anyone. This weapon won't work for Zeros. And I'm not sure it will work for Ziki or Dog's Body either. It will need to be you or Rose that wields this. Oh. <sighs> There's a thing about you, Dog's Body, that nobody else knows yet that I know why this wouldn't work for you. you racist. It's a racist sword. Race, really racist sword. <laughs> racist sword. Uh, it's I'm just not working with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's her go, is it? Yeah, well, she, yeah, she doesn't. She's, she's still sort of in a holy shit, it's my beloved husband who was murdered sword and i'm very emotional right <laughs> that makes sense what do you do i will uh acknowledge uh what she's going through right now uh but also and then there's a vampire spawn upstairs so i will <laughs> run upstairs what's she doing with a hanky though get... what what's yeah you can get just in rage what's she doing um, with a hanky? it's probably on the floor it's probably on the oh, floor for fuck shit on Kim Day. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, body. just run in throwing myself at this vampire spawn. Uh, yeah. So that's a 15 I mean, uh, This is something I forgot for the reactionary attacks. You have advantage technically because she is grappled. Oh. I forgot this okay. for the... Uh... It's still a 15. Still a 15. That hits. So 11 okay. damage. Half. 11, yeah. Half. To 5. And then... You can do it. 
All right, 15 for the da dagger as well, so that's five uh, piercing. Five. Down so to two. Half the two. So you just come in wailing with your weapons on this pinned creature as Xeros is holding her arms back. Um, just You can just hear the fury as she's scrabbling to get free but unable to. Um, just her screams drowning out any other noise around you. Zeki. Um, can I cast Toll the Dead on her, si vous plaît? Yeah, what do I have to do? So Saving throw? That's a wisdom save throw. Wisdom saving throw? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Re. That is a 21. I just keep rolling really high on <sighs> saves against yeah, that's you. Fine. <laughs> really? Uh, so, good so, high? Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, 18 plus 3, so 21. Nice. Um, yeah, got I got she's it. having yeah. doubts. She's having she's having doubts, all right? It's fine. Well, like, I think she's... I don't know. I don't think it's Zeke. I think it's just the fury of this woman, her, her yeah. other kind of like spawn being killed. Whatever power you're channeling against her is just bouncing off of her like droplets against uh, a stone. Like it, they're just not yeah. impacting. Um, they're just not having any effect as she screams and howls. Uh, Rose. Um, Rose, because you are a kind of monstery slayer type person, um, you don't know much about vampires, but you know that the old uh, stake through the heart is normally a good thing, but normally it's quite hard because vampires fight you back. Um, this could be a good stake, stakey time. Ooh! <laughs> is there anything that I could use as said stake? An, an arrow would do that. If you took the That'd tip off an arrow, if you just... Narrow shaft. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be a piercing oh. weapon made of wood. So I would say a piercing weapon, like a, an arrow, is, sure. is probably enough. I'll do that. I'll, I'll try and do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's grappled. That she hasn't. She's you know can't really resist. So yeah, you just. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did do a um, thingy, sensey thing to find out what they were weak to last time we fought. Yes, you did. What's yeah. his face? Yeah. Um, and you've done, so you've done some know. checks, so you know that they're like harmed by running water and sunlight and stuff like that as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah and you come up and just, and you just see her whole body, you just go rigid, um, as if paralyzed in, in time. Just this twisted, bestial face frozen in time. Thank you. Uh,. Is Zero still like super duper hurt? Oh, I'm uh, not looking great, no. I might just like pat him on the back and give him a level one cure wounds. Like just a very oh. quick, okay. quick pat. Yep. No, healing hurts me. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> How much do I get back? You get uh, six. Forty-five. Oh. Six. You get six. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> um. So, so is she? She didn't turn to dust. She's just frozen. Is she dead? Like she's completely paralyzed. Yeah, she's completely paralyzed. So the next person to technically who would have gone would be Dog's body. Um. I mean, I just like Rose. Yeah. Do you want to do anything? You and you, Dog's Body and Xeros basically could finish her off. Like between the two of you, she's can't literally can't. You'd make crits against her automatically. Like this would be brutal if the two of you decide to just go to town. This is going to be I'm, mean. <laughs> I'm going to cut her head off. Okay. Yeah. 
it's satisfying. And then Xeros probably like plunges the blade in, and the body just is turned to ash by oh, I your mean, two attacks. If the head doesn't come off, I'll stomp on it. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, between the two of you, <laughs> I'm not going to roll any more dice. I was just cutting her head off. Yeah. Like, I'm, Jesus. Like, I'm I'll, uh, I'll too. Boot it out the window. See if I can get it back to Ravenloft. <laughs> Bloody sure. hell. You can throw it out the window. Put a note on it. Jesus. From its modius. Shit. L-Y-B-B. <laughs> yeah. Um, without too much to do, you finish her off. Awesome. There's a moment of silence awesome. after the last blow is done. And then the sky around the tower Oh. turns red oh. red clouds Ooh. a red moon orange glow and you see the fiery Sunrise. visage oh. of Strahd's face formed amongst the clouds his eyes like smoldering coals he just lingers there for a moment I will not forget this. And then the tower begins to shake. The ground beneath Argenvost begins to churn and move and writhe. Stone begins. What do you guys do? Quick, we must leave. Um, yeah. Start running. Start running. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much you that. run down the stairs. Uh, there is a ten foot gap um, as you are running down the stairs from the top of the tower. Uh, I mean, I want to do, do kind you... of the opposite of what we did last time. I leap over it yeah. and then start grabbing people to come over. And I'll okay, so eat. I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I believe everybody uh, except Jesper and Ziki and Irene need to make athletics checks as you run to escape this tower made even more difficult by the way this jump as the whole thing is shifting and turning you're having to keep your your balance as you do so what? okay Jesper and Irina uh, you both managed to just barely clear it as you're running um, and the rest of you begin making your way down the rest of the tunnel but Ziki you uh, as the the tower shakes violently once it lurches to the side causing you to slip give me a deck save with advantage please <laughs> oh my god that's two tenths my dex is zero, but there's tens. That's tens as they oh, are. Oh shit! I've got nothing. <clears throat> so Zeke, you take uh, thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. As Zerus, you watch <gasps> as Zeke's body just flies through through this large hole, slams into the wooden platform below that the rest of the team are running towards. Zeke, can you us. make? She is ahead of you. Zeke, can you make another dexterity saving throw for me, please? Yeah. This time without oh, advantage. Oh no! Break the other staircase. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh my god! Stop <laughs> using it! Roll real dice! Roll real dice! You are literally <laughs> the most cursed D and D player <laughs> in the world. Eight. <laughs> I'm gonna delete. Sake. Uh, roll twenty from your browser. I'm gonna block you yep. from roll twenty. Someone can someone so else as... roll for her. 
as Zeke hits the wooden uh, platform below that you were the one that you first entered this tower set from the wood as the tower is shifting and churning as the ground as this this tremor disrupts Argon Vostholt the beams break and splinter and a section of that platform breaks and Zeke you try to grab a section of it but you fall and you now fall into the large open roof of the chapel much much higher drop as you fall all the way through crash landing in the oh, chapel shit. where you first entered into Argon Vostholt Jesus uh, <laughs> you take 21 Fuck bludgeoning sake. damage. I'm down. That's it. I'm out. Oh, okay. No. So you're at zero currently. Um, everybody yeah. else, um, you will... So we'll say if you continued, if you were dashing, you'd get to the platform that Zeke broke through, um, basically with 30 feet of movement. So you can now see that there is a hole that looks down and it's about a sort of 50 foot drop down into the chapel where lying amongst broken pews and broken stone, Zeke is out cold on the ground, blood kind of pooling around her and stuff like that. Um, What do you guys do? You can rush out to the roof. Can I, um, can I... uh, Heal me! No, can I give Xeros a... Piece of rope, so I've got a fifty-foot rope in my inventory. (laughs) Tie this to something. I can get her. Let me. If you can lower me down quickly, I will get her. Sure. Uh, Yeah. The most most secure piece of banister that's not going to break. So one of you. So dog's body or Zeros make an athletics check with advantage. Whoever's got the highest. I believe it will be Zeros. I've got plus three athletics. With advantage. So yeah, plus four. With advantage. So 16. 16's enough to carry Rose's weight. As Rose, you kind of loop the, you know, Xeros tugs on the rope, wraps it around himself and a piece of the stone, and you basically need to sail down. What are the rest of you doing as this tower is still shaking um, and you can see parts of stone are beginning to break free? Another section of the roof above you snaps and breaks um, as Irina and Ismark rush down behind you. Just... Zeros, you run. are locked in place this turn until Zeke, until Rose gets to the bottom. So are you, you going to run out onto the roof? Um, yes, because there's no way down to the chapel from this part of the tower. So if I was to Dragon hole. kind of go... Yeah, is there not a hole so in the you middle? Are currently like like the... Yeah, there is a hole, but it's a 50-foot drop. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what Zeke fell down, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, so you keep, like in the middle down here. I know you meant the hole in the roof, like the one that's that caved in. That. Yeah, there's a big hole uh, in the roof. The you can rush height, out right? onto the roof and jump, jump down that. Yeah. Um, no, it would go down to the floor below you. It wouldn't be the same height. Where the I would... is, I think. <laughs> oh, that could be really. It is bad. where the remnant is. You're right, Tom. <laughs> I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna bust out onto the roof and get as far as I can. Uh, into one of these okay. uh, little towers. Like towers. towers, yep. Turrets. Um, Dog's body, you're not holding the rope anymore, so do you want to do the same after you've helped Xeros? Um, well, I would like to say that before we ran down here, I picked up my handkerchief very delicately, stuffed it back in my belt. Noted. Yeah, uh, you're five well, feet I'm behind everyone Xeros, else. Xeros doesn't look like he's um, struggling or anything. No, no, no. Now that Rose is like, down, he, he just no, has to hold the good. weight. Okay. It's like I'm fishing. Uh, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to carry on uh, 
Yeah, follow Jesper. Okay. Uh, Wait, who's okay. that? So, that's a vampire spawn I forgot to delete. Um, oh my god. Um, <laughs> Alright, Rose, you will get down to Zeke. Zeke, make one death save for me. As it will take one death save before Rose like can descend the rope. Roll, roll actual dice. dice. Roll, that one. roll 20 again. Huh? I'm done, I'm done, I've already rolled in that one. How much worse can it get, right? That's what it can get even better. Beats and troughs. Because as you're lying there, Zeke, you feel the mists, the darkness beginning to cloud around you. And although you know your eyes are shut, you see Argon Vostholt around you. You see Rose in slow motion descending down this rope towards you, your brother holding her by this rope as the rest escape. And on the very edges of your peripheral vision, you see familiar black shapes. A giant spider, a slug-like being, a thin, tall, skeletal man. His hold is weakening. You lie on the border of death. This is where you are strongest. Where he once held power. You can stop this. Save this mansion. You must simply indulge in this pool of death. Awaken to your power. Embrace our pact. <laughs> save it it is not for us to save it is for you and you feel oh, I want to save it they raise their hands and these tendrils of darkness flow into your body uh and Zeke you you your eyes open, Rose, you see Zeke's eyes open, and for a moment they're just pools of night. Where Xeros's are ruby gems, Zeke's are just pure black for a, for a flash. Uh, and Zeke, you feel this connection with the land. Not just as in, like, magic, but like the area around Argon Vostholt is a part of you. And you can feel like somebody is shaking it, somebody's attacking it. And if you just reach out with that darkness, if you just spread that darkness out from you, you can you can hold it. You can stop them shaking it. And as you feel that power stretch out, it feels good. It makes you feel strong. It makes you feel powerful. And you can feel Strahd's grip as he shakes the ground around Argon Vostholt. And a word escapes your lips. A word that rose. You are the only one that you hear it. You hear Zeke just say no, and the shaking stops. What? What? Cool. Holy shit! And you see her That's eyes awesome. open. They 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 stop being black. They come back to Zeke's eyes, and uh, she gasps, and she gets her one hit point from rolling a natural twenty. Hey. Back streets, back. All right. 
Oh my god. Welcome Dalton. back, Ray. <laughs> oh Epic my god, I'm evil. Limbo state <laughs> comes back to Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah. The best. <laughs> can I can I just yeah. say to Rose, um I can't fall here. There's more to do. My work isn't done. You can. And you uh, do. Um <laughs> You Dragonborns really have a way of like falling and then coming back and I still don't understand it and I want to feel like that was a coincidence that that shaking just stopped but I knew it wasn't thank you for your help I didn't do anything you came back (gasps) that means a lot you were brought back once I'd hate for that pack to be for nothing Thank you. Okay. Let's get moving. You like um, dangling from the rope? <laughs> no, like Rose like descends and scurries scurries up to Ezekiel. I imagine. Cool. Um, but yeah, there's no shaking. What does what does everyone do? Do you try and meet up? Do you try and sort of like make your way back through uh, down to the chapel? Is that where you're all going to kind of like yeah. meet up together? Or as far as Jesper's aware, Ziki fell through the chapel and yeah. I'm running and there then, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice none of you except Rose um, know what happened with Ziki, and even Ziki Rose doesn't know the full extent. But yeah, I think it would be sensible for Rose to. She's a smart lady. There is definitely no way that was a coincidence. Like, Zeke saying no, and then the shaking stopped immediately. Um, but yeah, the rest of you all meet up down in the chapel, um, and things seem normal. Uh, I think, actually, the only thing is those of you who head um, through the top level, uh, as you are making your way back, stood at the edge of the room where you encountered the Revenant with the great sword you see Vladimir stood there just looking in your direction. What did you do? Fought fought some some vampire ladies. Very bitey. You angered Strahd. He was coming to kill us. What were we supposed to do? You did well to anger Strahd, to make him strike at Argen Vostand. Even I have not managed such a feat. You have done well. And he just turns to leave. Cool. Doesn't hear us now. That guy really creeps me out. That guy. I don't know who creeps me out more. That guy or the dragon, or which dragon? Both dragons. In fact, both dragons and that guy creep me out. Have any of you two, any anyone else, got curses that I need to know about here? Anyone? Not that I know of. I can curse you if you want, as is Vistani tradition. I don't need more. Ugh. Let's go. I got me Yankee. Let's go. Uh, as you stand in the chapel where once there was this red light at the top of the tower there is now a golden light and you begin to see 
the very first touches of dawn rising through the stained glass window just beginning to lift still perhaps a few hours away but just those first few soft yellow golden rays begin to drift over Barovia I mean sunlight as much as we get here in Barovia but at least we know that Strahd can't send any more creatures like that after us for a while at least I have never seen sunlight in Barovia I as a point, it's still that kind of grey casts. It's not actual sunlight. It's just the, you know, it's the and sun. And I never will. It's behind. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, the, there is still light in Barovia. It's not necessarily sunlight, but it's you still have dawn and dusk. It's not just permanently nighttime. There is like a transition between the day. Um, Our search through Argon Vostolt was not for nothing. I was quick to assume. Arena, uh, Sorry, Tatiana. This hilt is still... It still retains its power. This was a weapon. It was my Sergei's. A powerful weapon. Forged for him by a wizard long, long ago. It was made in... It was perfect for Sergei. It was filled with his light, his joy his happiness, the things that I loved about him. And Strahd hated it. It was a symbol of Sergei's strength, of everything that was good about him and terrible about Strahd. But it seems that that whoever he sent to destroy it did not finish the job. She holds the hilt up she closes her eyes she places it against her palm the hilt and then as she brings her hand across a brilliant blade of pure sunlight emerges nice and that is where we will end today's episode oh we got it oh we got awesome. it I just need to decide who's going to use it I know amazing uh, I think it should Use be the archer. I know! What a surprise! A sword <laughs> of sunlight! Wow, so weird, right? What a surprise for you! <laughs> I'm glad we got it. I'm glad we got it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good episode. And I've got some even better news for you. Recovering <gasps> one of your major artifacts means yeah. you get a level up. Yay! Yes! Level up time! Yes, 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 One yes, step yes. closer, back to multi-attack. <gasps> uh, Re-Anon, I would like to formally request that your level up is in Warlock, please, given that last yeah, final moment. I was going to ask. <laughs> I would very much like it to be a Warlock. It's up to you, it's your choice, but I think it would be very that. thematic you increase warlock power. Uh, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Oh, if I do one nice. more in this thing, I get to pick my thing, you know? My thing. Yeah, sacred I'll need to, thing. um, I'll go over that and we'll make some changes, but it's pretty much going to be the same, just some very minor changges for you, Tommy Boy. Nice, um, nice, nice, nice. Just uh, cool. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Um, have a good evening. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.